Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk bus on fantasy football today in five. Welcome to FFT in five. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Jamie Eisenberg, and we're going to be negative today, unfortunately. We're going to talk bus picks. We're talking bus on the full episode of fantasy football today as well. You can check that out for more thoughts from the FFT team. But I'm going to get us started with a very, very good second-year running back who I think carries a significant amount of bust into his second season. That's Kenneth Walker, who was really, really good last season as a rookie, put up 0.52 yards above expected per carry, a very solid mark that ranked him right between Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs, according to NFL Next Gen Stats. It's pretty good company. Now, there's another stat where he ranks between James Robinson and Michael Carter, which is a much, much worse set of names to be associated with. And that was on the percentage of his carries that went for more yards than expected. He was the second worst in the NFL in that stat. And what that says is he was very boomer bust. He had a, a low success rate, low success rate of any running back who had at least 100 carries last season. And the Seahawks went out and added Zach Charbonnet. And this was one where before they made that decision to draft Zach Charbonnet in the second round, I wasn't really worried about Kenneth Walker. But it suggests that maybe there's just a little bit of concern in Seattle about his efficiency, about the number of plays where he was leaving yards on the field. Now, he could improve and make that moot. But if this becomes a 1A, 1B situation between Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet, especially if Charbonnet's taking on some of the passing downs work, that could really limit Walker's upside. So it's a very talented player who I like quite a bit, but the situation after they added Zach Charbonnet just introduces a lot of risk. Jamie, let's hear a bust from you. Um, the one guy that scares me a lot, and you know, I fell victim to this last year with Devontae Adams, uh, but he was clearly awesome going to Las Vegas, but I'm, I'm going to go back to this well again and say that Adam's going to be a bust. His fantasy pros ADP right now is as the number 12 player overall, number eight receiver off the board. And, and in their current ADP, which, you know, in, in mid June, a lot of receivers get pushed up a lot of his best ball related, but um, I think he's still going in that range, top 15 range. And that just makes me nervous. You know, we have the quarterback situation at play with Jimmy Garoppolo coming off foot surgery in March. We just don't know when he'll be ready. Even in fact, if he's going to stay on the team, there's some talk about them, you know, with the uh, the contract, the clause that they can get out of it. And then what's that leave, what does that leave for Adams as a quarterback? Is it Brian Hoyer at 37 years old? Is it some unproven guys? Or do they go out and maybe sign a Carson Wentz, Teddy Bridgewater, or Joe Flacco, some of the guys that are available? Again, very daunting situation. But the thing that really scared me the most about Adams in doing some research about receivers that are age 30 and above, in the last 10 years, there have only been 17 wide receivers that have averaged at least 15 PPR points per game. Now, that's not bad if he can still stay in that range, but you're not drafting Adams toward the end of round one or early part of round two to be at a 15-point-per-game yeah. pace. You're, asked, you're drafting him to be closer to what he was last year, which was a 19-point-per-game pace. 
uh, pace. And only three receivers in the last 10 years, Brandon Marshall, Antonio uh, Brown, and Jordy Nelson, have been 19 points per game or better in that same 10 years. So his age is working against him. His quarterback situation is working against him. But mostly his cost from where fantasy managers are drafting him are working against him. And so I think this is, at this point, a little bit more name over game. I don't know if he's going to get another 180 targets. The situation probably lends itself to that because the loss of Darren Waller and still looking at this receiving core, which is Kobe Myers and Hunter Renfro, he's still by far the lead singer and should still consider to get a lot of production. So it will still be very good. But again, based on his ADP right now and probably where it will settle somewhere in the top 15 overall picks, I'm probably just out at that cost. You got another one? Uh, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll stick with an Aaron Rodgers-related player and go Brees Hall, uh, who's currently going as yeah. the number 30 overall player. Uh, I'm just so concerned about these guys coming off of the injuries. You know, we saw it last year. You know, J.K. Dobbins is probably the poster child for it, but even Saquon Barkley the year before. You know, these guys are coming off ACL tears. We expect them to just come back and beat Adrian Peterson like he was once upon a time. That's a very, very rare exception. And so I, I think it's going to take some time before Brees Hall bounces back to form. Still not with the team in terms of workouts this offseason when they were at OTAs. He was running off to the side. Uh, they drafted another running back in Israel, Abanikanda, from, from Pitt. I think I said that correctly. Hopefully I did. Um, but they still have Michael Carter and Zonovan Knight on the team. And so, you know, I think this is an offensive line that's very much a work in progress. The two tackles are concerning with Mekhi Becton and Dwayne Brown. And so health concerns, I love him. If he was healthy, he'd be an easy breakout candidate. But uh, I think there's going to be some issues. He'll be probably in a committee once he does come back, if he's ready for week one. Um, and it could take some time to sort of separate himself. But uh, end of the year, hopefully Brees Hall's doing what Brees Hall did at the start of last season. But uh, just the injury makes me a little bit skittish, especially, again, at the price tag you have to pay. Yeah, that's one that we're going to have to keep a close eye on at training camp to see reports. You know, does he get cleared with enough time to get up to full speed? Is he fully cleared by week one? But like you said, if there were no injury concerns, I think he was trending towards being a number one pick candidate last season. He showed real pass catching chops, big playability in both facets of the game. And we'd expect this offense to take a big step forward. So that's one that, there's a lot of bust potential. I think there's just a wide error bar on the possible outcomes. It could be a situation like Dobbins where he's just not 100% at the start of the season. There are complications that slow him down. I could also very much see a situation where he's a top five player in fantasy and averages 18 fantasy points per game. So yep. love the player, have some questions. As we're talking in mid-June, there are a lot more questions, but you know the, the error bars will hopefully narrow as we get closer and closer to the season and we start drafting. So that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll see you next week. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA champions league 24 seven. The UEFA champions league channel is a new 24 hour streaming channel serving nonstop goals, highlights and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.